1: At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve.
0: The City of Jackson's Visitors and Conventions Commission reminds us to shop locally. From our wide selection of national retail chains to our unique downtown shops, Jackson is a great place to spend the day catch an exhibit or grab some lunch or dinner from one of our national restaurant chains or local eateries. Spend the night in one of our national chain hotels. No matter what your plans, the City of Jackson and Jackson County in the rolling hills of Southern Ohio is a great way to spend the day. Just a friendly reminder from the City of Jackson Visitors and Conventions Commission. And good morning, and welcome to the day before the big day, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you know that today is National Tie One On Day?
2: Not know. I did not know. Tie
0: one on, and it's not what you think. <laughs> today is National Tie One On, which is tie a ribbon or an apron on and go to work.
2: Well, that's exactly what I'm doing when I leave that's, here today. <laughs> that's right. Getting ready for
0: Thanksgiving. <clears throat> well, good morning. And today we have some uh, wonderful people from, <clears throat> excuse me, the Jackson Middle School <clears throat> Drama Club, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you guys are going to be on air today, later yes. on today? Yes. tonight at
2: seven. 7.
0: Tonight at 7 o'clock. How cool is that? Uh, the Jackson Middle School Drama Club, and I'd like to introduce, as we go around, Nolan Collins. Hey, dude.
3: Hey. How are you? Good. How are you?
0: Good. And Carson Orton. Hi. Hey, Carson. Hi. Hi. Hi.
2: Hi. There you go. You got it. And,
0: of course, Courtney McManus. Hello. The teacher, director, and um, fearless leader. Amber McCoy, is that right? McCoy on the other side. So uh we want to welcome these are members of the Jackson Middle School Drama Club and they're gonna be putting on a production later on today, and it's a this is kind of unique. This is a production design for radio. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk a little bit about it. It's called, thank you, the stash. Yes. Right?
2: Yes.
0: So tell me a little bit about the stash.
1: You wanna go, Carson? Sure. It's about a superhero. Well, how about this? It's about a scientist who events this mustache to give someone superpowers. And then (laughs) the main characters, Adele Price and Chester Montgomery, they go around. Well, they go somewhere. And when they come back, uh, Adele's father, Professor Price, is missing. And when they... when they come back, they see a mustache laying on the table. Chester Montgomery puts it on, and he gets superpowers.
0: All right. And, of course, it's all helped by a retired
1: superhero.
3: superhero. <laughs> Me. I wonder who that is.
0: <laughs> so, what is your character?
3: Um, it's the eagle. Um, he's a retired superhero, and the mustache he has, it was okay. his. And there's um, Adele and eagle uh, goes a presentation and there's an evil person named very Grimm and she ha- has him mind controlled
0: okay now who plays if is is i'm assuming it centers around what they call in the play the barber lather shaving soap air and clueless playboy millionaire chester montgomery
2: that would be this yeah. guy right here oh <laughs> there he
0: is okay <laughs> and of course uh, we do have uh Let's see. Other characters in there? Adele?
2: This is Adele right here. Uh, Adele.
0: Now, and then any other characters?
2: Yes. Professor Price is played by 7th grader Wesley Leisure. um, And he's fantastic. This was his first show ever. And he is just great at voice acting. Um, And then Vera Grimm was played by Audrey West, who's a 7th grader also.
0: Now, our retired superhero... Is not necessarily perfect.
3: Yeah. He is not. Actually, yeah. he is... Forget some things.
0: Forgets some things. Yeah. Forget some things, yeah. For instance... Um, pants. Your what?
3: My
2: pants. Your pants. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> the superhero is pantless. Yeah, yeah. so all it's right. a great
2: thing that this is just on the radio. Yeah, and it's a good <laughs> thing
0: he's just sitting down right now. So, uh, so this is going to be all happening. And uh, there's going to be two airings of this, the stash, correct?
2: Yes, Mm -hmm. so tonight at 7 and then Sunday at 11.
0: Okay, so this is, um, this is going to be, is this the first, I think the second, is it the second radio production? This is
2: our second radio production, our second year of the JMS Drama Club.
0: Okay, super, all right. Yes. So what else is going to be happening? Anything in the future?
1: Uh, The high school is is doing SpongeBob the musical, uh-huh. and they're letting middle schoolers try out to be ensemble for the musical.
0: Oh, really? Yes, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. So, how did how did you get involved in the drama club?
3: I got involved because I had um, my brother's friends, or I had like family members out in drama. I always wanted to do that stuff, uh-huh. and I'm doing that right now.
0: Okay. So, do you? Does he feed off the audience? Like I think he probably yeah, feeds Yeah,
2: Nolan's a pretty goofy kid, yeah, yeah. so if someone will <laughs> joke around and laugh around with him, he's pretty fun.
0: Okay, Carson, how did you get involved in the drama club?
1: I I went th- in thinking I was going to do Tech Crew, but I tried out for uh, the radio drama last year, and uh, I, I, liked, I really enjoyed doing it. And so I then uh, tried out for... Uh, the spring musical for high school and uh, I'm really glad I did cause I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, good. I can tell by that smile on your face. You love it. <laughs> and Amber, how did you get started?
1: Uh, kind of like him. I originally thought I was just going to do tech cause so I didn't like being on stage. Eventually I did get on stage and I love it.
0: Okay. And you mentioned uh, the, the Jackson drama club has been around for how many years now? This
2: is our second the year. The second year. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, cool. Now, what do you think is the biggest challenge? I mean, I'm, now I'm not talking to Courtney because I know you have many <laughs> challenges. But when, when you're preparing for this, what's the biggest challenge?
3: Probably going, like staying after school for, it depends on how many hours.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does take all, a lot of time. Yes, yeah, so
3: put all the work in.
0: Okay. I mean, you could be home
3: mm-hmm.
0: with your right hand on a bag of chips. <laughs>
3: That's not me. And the left,
0: <laughs> left hand on the control of the device. What, what uh, about you?
1: I say probably memorizing my lines and uh, acting out every, like trying to do it, like try to have my voice be as loud as I can and uh, show emotion, especially with the radio drama.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And Amber?
1: Uh, Having enough confidence to audition in the first place.
0: Okay. Where did this? I know you. There's a lot of research involved in this, Courtney. But where? How did you latch on to the stash?
2: Um. So last year when we first started our radio or our, our drama club, um, I very quickly learned that there was not enough time in the school year to get my students on the stage um, and also have time to share it with band and choir and the high school right. club. Um, and I didn't want to wait until April for them to have a chance to perform, so I just started looking for other options and thought an old-fashioned radio drama would be um, a really good way for them to get their feet wet in, in drama, and it's kind of low stakes. They don't have to perform in front of people. If they have some stage fright, it gives them a chance to get over that. Um, so this year when I went in looking for a show, I wanted something that, um, that I knew we had students that would be able to perform. Um, something that would fit the numbers that we had, but something that was still unique. Um, And my family loves superheroes. We're big Marvel fans in my house. So when I found a superhero drama, that seemed like a good fit. It seemed like something fun for us to do.
0: And of course, uh, when you consider a radio drama, one of the things that we need to be cognitive of and remember is that You hear voices, but there are other people involved in making this possible.
2: Yes, yes. We had a wonderful group of um, three students who helped with um, our tech crew, but specifically Lily Howard and Lexi Simpkins, a seventh grader and an eighth grader, recorded everything. Um, They gave up their lunch periods and stayed after school for about three weeks um to edit everything together so everything that you hear on the radio was completely done by students
0: yes and of course this is helped by according to this the columbus foundation
2: yes it's um our drama club is funded solely by a grant from the j floyd Dix- j floyd dixon fund through the columbus foundation mm-hmm. he was an educator um out of oak hill um so that fund is in memory of him and they okay. funded our program two years in a row
0: Okay, that in the play, let's go back to the stash.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: in the play, what what moment and who is involved when they suddenly realize that the stash, the superpowers comes from the mustache.
2: That would be these two guys right here when Chester first puts it on for whatever reason <laughs> he sees a random mustache and thinks that it seems like a good idea to put it on.
0: I, know this. I force <laughs> it
2: on him. What is it? Adele. I force it on him. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. You, you, she's she's pretty um, forceful about him wearing the mustache. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Adele actually coerces you mm-hmm. to wear the stash, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's when all the super stuff happens.
1: Specifically when uh, uh, Chester and Adele meet thugs and they have to fight them off.
0: Mm-hmm. And Professor Price... He's the guy who invented this, right? Yes. yes. Okay. We won't give away any more of the play. <laughs> you just have to listen because it is, it's, it's a great play. Keep in mind that according to what I'm reading from this, stillness is afoot, action abounds. Yes. And there's going to be lots of things in this radio thriller put on by your Jackson Middle School Drama Club. And um, we're, we're excited. This Dude. is going to be really neat. So um, once again, thank you for being with us before you leave though, uh, what do you think is the overall message? And I'll let everybody chime in or one at a time what you want. What is the overall message of the stash? If people when people listen to this and then they walk away from the radio, what what's the overall message here?
1: It'd probably be never give up hope. Okay. I would say because, like, at the end, they say to raise a toast to all, of like, the strange guardian angels. So it's okay to be strange.
0: It's okay to be different, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have hope. Oh,
3: it's al- it's always okay to have hope. You just you can't like take everything on yourself. Okay. Have hope.
0: And I think that one of the things that radio does best, of course, you know that I've been in a long time. Radio does best. Is it does ignite our imagination. Yes. So you guys have, are doing just that, a good thing. So congratulations, and of course, break a leg as uh, <laughs> we head into the first airing of the stash. And that's gonna be seven o'clock tonight.
2: Seven o'clock tonight.
0: And then if you miss it, then 11 o'clock on um, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday mm-hmm. And it's gonna be on 96.7.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: The big stick.
2: Yes. All right.
0: It's great. Once again, thank you for being with us. And uh, any, th- by the way, before you go, Courtney, what's what do you have planned for in the future for the drama club?
2: Um, so I was just voted in as the assistant director at the high school for the spring musical. So we're letting our middle school drama students audition for the spring musical, um, which is SpongeBob the musical, and I'm so excited. It's a super cute show. Really, really fun. Um, and then after that, we'll be doing a one-act play with the middle school students, so that they can um, have their own production on stage. Okay. So we'll end out the school year with that.
0: Okay, wonderful, lots of good things ahead. Nolan, Carson, Courtney, and Amber, thank you for being with us, and good luck. Thank all right. you. Thank you. Thank right. you. And uh, we're gonna check the weather forecast. We're gonna do all that other boring stuff. And you guys can. <laughs> and I, again, thank you for stopping by and being with us. And best of luck, and I'm, I'm impressed, and I haven't even heard it yet.
2: Thank, thank you. So thank blessings you. to all of you. Thank, thank you. thank you. All
0: right. Let's check that weather forecast if we can. There and don't guys. forget, today being the day before Thanksgiving, before the big day, we have uh, partly sunny skies today, a high of 47, a low, uh-oh, near freezing before Thanksgiving morn. Then on the Thanksgiving day, we have 52 with some sunshine. And a low somewhere around 30. Uh, Coming up on Friday, November 24th, 49 degrees will be the high. Uh, The low somewhere around 26 with partly cloudy skies. That will carry into the morrow, into Saturday, with 47 degrees and uh, a low of 28. 47 is a high, a low of 28. To round out the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, on Sunday we have... uh, 48 degrees, 29 degrees is a low, 48 is the high. And then, of course, a lot of cloud cover on Sunday. And then we move into the first of next week, where we have a slight chance of showers on Monday, with a high of 41 and a low near 22. And then on Tuesday, uh, looking way ahead on Tuesday, November 28th, 42 degrees will be the high, a low of 26, and it uh, looks like it's going to be mostly sunny as the sunshine returns. So that's a look at what we have in our weather forecast. Once more, want to say a big thank you to Nolan Collins and Carson Orton, along with uh, Amber McCloy, and the director, Courtney McManus, who came in to talk a little bit about the stash. And this is, of course, the Jackson Middle School Drama Club's production. And it'll be on WKOV tonight at 7, then Sunday at 11. And you want to check it out because it's going to be absolutely great. Hey, John. Hey, dude. Hey. <laughs> How you been? Uh, I'm doing okay, really. You got a big stack
4: of papers there, huh?
0: Well, not necessarily a large stack of papers, but I did want to... I just gave the forecast for today, tomorrow, Thanksgiving, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And all of these days have a rather... Important significance. Did you know that?
4: I know Thursday and Friday do, but I didn't know about the rest of them.
0: Oh yeah. Today's a big day. The day before Thanksgiving is dubbed Drinksgiving. Drinksgiving. I'm having
4: a feeling people are gonna like that day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unlike Taiwan On Day, which is more literal where you a lot of people be tying on aprons to get ready for Thanksgiving dinner. Um, Drinksgiving is also called Blackout Wednesday. <laughs> and th- it's tr- unfortunately this is true, is because um, not everybody who comes home for Thanksgiving is that excited about spending time with family. All right. Um, as a matter of fact, you'll find that uh, Drinksgiving takes place on the Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. And um, This is where especially college students who are not crazy about going back under the same roof as mom and dad or whoever their guardian is, is uh, they celebrate drinks giving Wednesday night so they can make it through Thanksgiving.
4: Well, I can't necessarily participate in drinks giving, but I myself am in college and yeah, we're going on break and stuff. So everyone's heading home and I've seen the.
0: Flood of students getting their stuff and heading back. Yeah, I know. And they call drinksgiving a coping mechanism. So whatever. And tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. It's also National Espresso Day.
4: Espresso Day. I
0: didn't get me one an espresso this morning. I didn't get any coffee at
4: all. I was trying to, but (laughs) my Keurig ran out of water.
0: (laughs) Actually, espresso is Italian. And, of course, it means quick in time. In other words, a lot of people think that Espresso, it's ended up to be kind of a particular type of, of coffee brewed, but Espresso really was uh, was coined in Italy, in the old country, where it was a cup of coffee made strictly for you.
2: Hmm.
0: So, but anyway, it's also brewed and it's strong and uh, it will probably be one of those things that helps us get through our tryptophan overload from eating all that turkey. what you think?
4: Yeah. Um, every year at Thanksgiving, like you try to get like all the foods you want and everyone ends up kind of bloated and
0: like they <laughs> eat a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> bloated is a good word <laughs> as an accurate term. Yeah. For Thanksgiving, we, uh, of course have all that food And, of course, when you have all that food, you need to sample all that food. And it turns out to be, um, well, let me put it this way. Do you know what KPA is? KPA is a unit that they measure stress. Hmm. And they have found that 200 KPA is the maximum amount of stress that your paper plate can hold on Thanksgiving before it folds and collapses and everything <laughs> hits the floor. So keep in mind, don't exceed 200 <laughs> kPa, okay? Anyway, uh, tomorrow, or thurs, Thursday is tomorrow, Thanksgiving. The next day is Friday. You know what that is. I know, it's Friday. It's Friday. A lot of people call it Black Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense now. Yeah. It's the big, (laughs) click. (laughs) the big shopping event. Everybody, of course, you know, gathers around the table on Thanksgiving day, stuffs themselves, gives them enough calories so that they can make it through a day of shopping craziness on, you know, Black Friday. I do
4: actually have a story about Black Friday. Oh, you do? I do. This one's fun. Okay. So, so when I was a little kid, I was just very very eager to try and make sure that like I make all the money I can cuz I'm a little kid, you know, I don't have a job, I don't have any way sure. to make money. So every time I'd find like a penny, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I got a penny or oh, I got a quarter." And then one time <laughs> I found like 20 bucks. So this little Dylan was just on top of the world.
0: $20. Yeah, that's
4: a lot for a little kid. So when Black Friday came around, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is it." The money's, like, the cost is lower, and I have more money than ever. Right. So I set it in my mind that I was going to get a pogo stick. 100% going to get a pogo stick. Okay. So Black Friday comes, and my mom takes me to Walmart, and I'm so ready to get this pogo stick. But I'm a little kid, and there are so many people on Walmart. It was packed. Like, you couldn't get past anyone. Like, it was like, it wasn't even a line. It was like a line that's just... Eat, like everywhere in all the store. So, my mom's trying to like go with me, and she gets stuck behind, and I can squeeze past everyone because I'm all small. So, I go like zooming around the store and I get to the toy aisle, and there are no pogo sticks. So, I'm like heartbroken. Oh no. <laughs> but I see just one that's like shifted away and like kind of hidden. So, I run towards it, and I can't quite make it because there's so many people, and I just go scurrying past their legs. And I grabbed the pogo stick, and I (laughs) held it in the air like a trophy and just started yelling.
0: I got it! (laughs) Did you have enough money? Yeah. Oh, cool. (laughs) I bet mom would make sure you had enough money. But that's the pogo stick. Do you still have that pogo stick? I don't. Okay. I didn't think so. Anyway, Black Friday, you know, that's a great story. But Black Friday, a lot of people... think that the that came about because you know all during for a lot of merchants all during the year they're operating in the red they're not making money but it's this day the day after thanksgiving that puts them in the black so they call it black friday uh, that's one term but uh, actually it all started before that it started back in the 1951 when the police department from philadelphia called the chaos that was created during the army navy game <laughs> that they called it black friday and also in 1951 after the thanksgiving uh, on thanksgiving the day after thanksgiving on friday workers used to call it black friday or manufacturers because after thanksgiving nobody would show up for work <laughs> no but anyway, it's Black Friday, and the day after that is Saturday, and it's this is a, a big day, especially to be around here, because it's Small Business Saturday.
4: That would be very good for this it area. It is.
0: Uh, it's a day to celebrate small businesses, and keep in mind that small businesses, uh, there's about 33 million small businesses around now, and uh, there is... Small businesses actually employ the majority of the workers in America. Uh, They employ sixty—I think it's sixty-two percent of uh, the American workers. And then uh, from nineteen ninety-five to two thousand and twenty-one, they have created about sixty-seven percent of the jobs in America. So small, and the wonderful thing about small businesses—and you'll see this in the advertising for small businesses, is that uh, small businesses are the ones that make Little League happen and make local sports happen and and contribute back to the local community. So don't I forget, be, it's going the, to be a big, big day on Saturday.
4: I believe the owner of Cardo's was in here talking about a Little League game he had going on. Right. Uh, what was it? Little NFL? Little, okay. Something like that. Okay. It was cool when he came it in and talked all about it.
0: So when it comes to your holiday shopping, don't forget about Saturday that, and spend some money at um, Small Business Saturday in your local merchant uh, right here in the Jackson and Vinton County areas. It's, it's, it's big stuff, and that money does come back to our local community. Then Sunday. Sunday's going to be another big day because Sunday is National Cake Day.
4: National Cake Day. I would like that one.
0: Yeah, National Cake Day. It's every year on November 26th. It's National Cake Day. Cakes, by the way, started all the way back with the ancient Egyptians. Did you know that?
4: I did not know that.
0: Okay. Anyway, and I saw this headline, and what made me think about this, it said, how are you going to celebrate National Cake Day? And my answer was duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go- I'm gonna eat that bad boy. Then Monday is another big shopping day. It's called Cyber Monday. Okay. Do you, that, sh- do you shop online? I do. Okay. And actually, Cyber Monday still remains one of the biggest shopping days of the year.
4: I feel like that's one I've heard before, but I like never knew what it was. Mm -hmm. You just see like advertisements that pop up on your phone or Facebook or something like that. Never, I guess it never really clicked to me though.
0: Cyber Monday, really, it popped up. uh, I think it was 2005 that term popped up in a newspaper article that was released. It said Cyber Monday quickly becoming one of the biggest shopping days of the year. That was the headline. And ever since that, it's stuck. Hmm. Cyber Monday, by the way, Monday the twenty seventh is also National Pins and Needles Day.
4: <laughs> Ooh, that, that just sounds painful.
0: <laughs> you know what that's for, don't you?
4: Is it like when your leg goes asleep and you try and stand up? And you well, yeah, that's and what we call
0: pins and needles. We call that, but actually, it originated from the fact that the after you open your credit card statement after Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you get you're on pins and needles when oh. you see how much you spent. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go as far as Tuesday, and I, we need to go to Tuesday because Tuesday is National Giving Day.
4: That's a good one.
0: It is uh, Giving Tuesday is now global, and uh, it's going all around the world. And uh, and it's simply, I mean, it's not all about money, which is a good thing, because uh, Giving Tuesday really just means doing something good for someone. I mean you can you can show someone that you care. it could be give a smile, it could be give a helping hand, give directions, uh, it could be lots of things to just sort of anything that you can do to contribute to a better world.
4: That's a very good thing to do.
0: It is so you have any plans for giving Tuesday? well, I mean, I I'm a little have- short on cash any <laughs>
4: <laughs> I I didn't know about, I mean, I, I guess I knew that was a holiday. I just didn't realize it was so close. Yeah. I've been pretty caught up with all my college classes and everything, yeah. but now that I know it's a day and like, it's this upcoming Tuesday, I'll probably try and find some time to do something.
0: Yeah. Just, it doesn't have to be huge. I think all of us, if we take time to look around our neighborhood or around our community or we can find something to do on Giving Tuesday. I very much agree with you. Okay. Okay. So anyway, that's all the good stuff I have. I do have some other things that we can talk about. Sure. Do you you mind? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, What I'd like to share with you today, and I was hoping to come prepared since I had to fill all by myself, (laughs) uh, is... Um, oh, by the way, where is Jennifer?
4: Uh, Jennifer got sick with COVID and has been out these You're past couple me. of days. No,
0: I did not know that.
4: But I think she's all better now. And today is also her like grand opening of her. That's right.
0: No, that's what I was hoping you'd lead me into the grand opening of Sixth Sense. Yeah, I saw some pictures online that she posted and that's going to be absolutely fabulous.
4: Yeah, it looks really nice. I know it's and a lot of buildup went into that. I know <laughs> she's been working away at it for a long time now, uh, like, long since time. my internship started.
0: So you know you need to uh, when you're out and about trying to get the last minute stuff for Thanksgiving. Um, you know, whoops, one can short of a cranberry salad. Uh, swing into Six Cents. Check it out. Take a look. Plan maybe plan a an afternoon or an evening, and go in there. They have great food. And, of course, uh, Sixth Sense Brewery has a lot of really good drinks, so check that out. You're going to yeah, love it.
4: And uh, before I met Jen, actually, I saw their little burrito booth up there, and I went up and got myself a burrito, and it, it was really good, actually. Uh-huh. I, I really liked that, and it it's nice to have a local area like that, like a, like a homegrown thing that can provide sure that is. sort of stuff
0: another local business, shop local. Oh, I want to talk a little bit. And I do this one every once in a while I come on because this is something that really interests me. And that is, I'm not sure that there is a limit. I mean, l- let me go back and, and say that Mark Twain said that there are two things in the world that are beyond limits. One of them is air, nitrogen, and the other one is stupidity. And (laughs) so what we have here is what they call criminal geniuses. Now, uh, we talked about superheroes before and uh, from the Jackson Drama Club on the stash. And keep in mind that in fictionally, we see a lot of criminal geniuses you know lex lucor the superman and all these different ones but we must understand in reality and the truth and today uh, criminal geniuses are rare all right (laughs) so uh and as a matter of fact i would say that criminal geniuses are the exception and not the rule so here we go here's this is a florida man who was arrested and charged with stealing a vehicle parked outside in a parking lot. Now, he was there at this place, at the pilot travel centers, those big truck stops. He was there to apply for a job. And he went in to apply for a job, and the person who was interviewing said, you know, can you come back in an hour? Because there were a lot of people applying for the job. So this criminal genius went outside, stole a Cadillac, (laughs) drove it around, (laughs) Uh, came back, went inside and bought some snacks. And of course, that's when he was, when it came back, that's when he was caught. (laughs) That's when he was caught. So, uh, and of course the Cadillac had OnStar, so they were able to track where he was and when they saw him coming back, on on star they just waited for him and he came back and parked and they arrested him then and he basically said the reason he stole it is because if they hired him he would need a way to get to work i mean he does have a point but that ain't the way to go about it at all <laughs> that's that's not the way it goes here we have a shirtless and shoeless man who uh, is one of for robbery and grand theft in los angeles because he stole a golf cart golf. and led the Los Angeles police department on a slow speed chase. <laughs> 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 he was weaving through traffic and driving on the wrong side of the road with the golf cart. So, uh, finally, uh, he went into a ditch and they were able to, uh, catch him one of the reasons why he went into the ditch he also had his dog on his lap and uh so they put the dog in a safe home and then he went to uh prison but as they were arresting him he shouted this i love this he says don't drink and he's shout- shouting this at the tv cameras don't drink don't do drugs be a better person <laughs> <laughs>
4: You know, that just sounds like the weirdest thing to it. It's like, imagine you're going to work and you drive by and you see a golf cart, slow speed chase. I know <laughs> that, that would be something you would never. forget.
0: I know. I know. Anyway, he said, be a better person. Of course, he didn't set the bar very high. No, he did not. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, a Georgia man, he's accused of stealing. You ready for this? Yeah. A wooden porch. A wooden porch. That's true. They didn't say how he got it, but there was a porch that was loosely attached to this house that was abandoned at the time. And the guy who owned it said that, you know, he he was working on it, but he, you know, so the guy stole the porch and um, he'd been charged with a felony. A Ro- Robin Wanker of Coweta County faces felony charges of theft for stealing the porch. It was eight by 10 foot porch.
4: <laughs> I'm not even sure where that idea would come from.
0: <laughs> I'm not either.
4: <laughs> like, do you just need a yeah. porch that badly?
0: <laughs> yeah. Luckily the house didn't have an outhouse, right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, got one more criminal here. All right, if you don't care. Nope, not at all. Uh, Six people have now been charged with and convicted and now sentenced in New York for stealing $3 million worth of cash, cars, and merchandise after a string of robberies over a couple of days. And New York State Attorney LaDita James says that the six individuals – were responsible for almost 200 burglaries over a period of four to five days That's and, and nights. And uh, they robbed cell phone stores. They broke into ATM machines, a lot of car dealerships, different things like that. Now, you know how they were caught? How? Because they posted selfies on Facebook of them standing holding all the cash in the loot that that's <laughs> and no by the way no masks covering their faces <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, that, that sounds
4: very realistic yeah. but also just incredibly not, not a good idea
0: <laughs> well they posted a uh they got a lot of likes but hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh want to talk about some things going on, if I may. Yeah, go right ahead. Okay. Um, let's see. We have, oh, I know what I want to talk about. I've got it here on my my phone. Uh, Wilson, American Legion in Wellston, post 371 in Wellston. Uh, their 48 will start taking names for their food boxes. Every year they give away hundreds and hundreds of food boxes. And, uh, they will start taking names Friday, November 24th, and that'll go on through until s- Saturday, December the 9th. And uh, for the first 250 calls, uh, they'll sign you up. The calls will be answered between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Now, remember, that doesn't start until Friday. And uh, and if you live in the following zip codes, you can sign up for assistance. Uh 45692, 45621, 45672, 45640, 45634, and 45651. And then they will put all the food boxes together and you can pick up your Christmas food box on December 23rd, starting at 9 a.m. until noon. And bring your ID with you on that. Now the phone number to call if you would like to sign up, uh, that's 384 384- 5673 384 5673. That's the Welson American Legions 40 and 8. They do that every year. They literally nice give thing. away hundreds and hundreds of food boxes for those that need it.
4: That's very good.
0: Yeah. The Wilson Ministerial Association, we had our thanksgiving service last sunday evening and we took up a free will offering and all of that money goes to help pay for these food boxes and you can also use that number 384-5673 if you like to call them and maybe you would like to contribute to the food boxes because they're not it's not cheap food is not cheap oh it definitely is not so uh, and that's one of the reasons why they want to make sure that everyone everyone um has a nice feast on their table for Christmas. Yeah. That's cool, isn't it? Very cool. Also, speaking about food, I'd like to remind you that the food pantry in Wellston and My Brother's Place, uh, they're open today, but they will be closed, of course, Thanksgiving, and they'll be closed on Friday. They'll open up Monday of the next week. So uh, the Wellston Food Pantry, uh, My Brother's Place, they are open today, but they will be, I think, from 10 to 3 But they will be closed Friday, and they will reopen again on Monday.
4: It's good to know.
0: So that's pretty much all I got, I think.
4: Well, so, John, while I got you here, I want to tell you a little bit of a story. Do we get a story? We get a story. So a lot of people who listen and have heard me talk on here already know this, and Jen, of course, knows this. But I don't believe I ever told you about this. Okay. So back in high school, it was my junior year, I was elected as the esports captain. So, okay. do you know all about esports?
0: Yes, esports I do.
4: So, I was elected as our captain for our team. And when I started, we used to do these broadcasts. So, similar to sports broadcast and you would just watch the video and there'd be a commentator talking about mm-hmm. it. So, when I took over, the guy who used to do it graduated. So, I volunteered to take that position and mm-hmm. handle that on top of the captain duties. And when I did that, I was a little confused on how to like get that video game screen onto a computer and out to the people and to get a commentator. So I kind of sat down and studied and learned about it, but I realized our views just weren't making a lot of like actual views like they were pretty low. Okay. So I decided to make some of the most wildest promotional videos you could imagine. Okay. <laughs> so I got my friend and he dressed up as Scrooge. 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 Okay. okay. And he just walked out and said like, Hey, watch our videos. <laughs> <laughs> and the people loved it. It okay, was really call. popular. I love it. So I had him do it again. And this time he dressed up as a spaceman and launched into space to tell people to watch our videos. Uh-huh. And then people really liked that. So we had him dress up as a police officer, arrest someone and tell <laughs> them to watch our videos. <laughs> And when he was arresting that guy, he took off, and he started running, and his name was Reagan. So that became Runaway Reagan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Runaway Reagan 1, 2, and 3. Uh-huh. And then we had Runaway Reagan Battle of the Century 1, 2, two and 3. <laughs> and it was really popular. Like, I don't understand how it got so popular, but... Sadly, our streams did not go up, (laughs) but our videos did. So good. I mean, take what you can get. So when I graduated, I elected a new team of people to continue that tradition because it became part of our news show, kind of like this. And people just really enjoyed watching it. Good. So today I thought I could let you watch one of my team's new videos.
0: Oh, let's do it.
4: Here at Jim Incorporated, we are so excited to celebrate the holiday season, especially Christmas, with our new deals on items such as Jim. Listen, um, huh? I I don't know how to tell you this, but Thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet. It's it's not it's not huh? getting close to Christmas yet. What do you mean? I mean it's it's already. I mean it's the thirteenth. No, it's cut the cameras. Roll the roll the Thanksgiving. This is another year. Another story of how Joe helps a helpless person in Jackson High School. The story of Joe. Man, I'm so thirsty. This calls for water flavored water. Water, but it's just flavored like water.
0: This video is not endorsed by Jim Coe or any of its associates.
4: This man clearly needs water. Here you go. He needs
3: more! Man, why am I always dying in this game? This is unbelievable.
1: Don't worry, I'll help you. Don't worry. Don't worry,
4: I got this. Another job well done. Someone said they needed help. What? What? Oh. Wait, wait. Oh. So,
3: hey,
4: my paper cuts better. I'm just your average Joe. What does
2: that mean? That's
3: another job well done. (laughs) Thanksgiving is about remembering what we're thankful for. Happy Thanksgiving from the creative media team.
4: So, yeah, that was Average Joe. Average Joe, huh? It's kind of like Runaway Reagan, Uh but Average Joe. Okay. So, they do all kinds of fun little videos like that. And it's just try to pick up the mood, I guess, when you're having like kind of a long day at school and you just want something, I guess, like, uh, I guess it just kind of takes your attention off of your day. That's kind of the goal now. That's super. And also watch our videos.
0: He, t- he <laughs> could become a new Marvel superhero. Average Joe.
4: <laughs> I could see that.
0: I love it. <clears throat> oh, by the way, got a couple of things we need to talk about. All right. If you don't mind. Nope, not at all. Uh, in Wilson, of course, they are celebrating Christmas treats on Wilson streets. It's presented by uh, the Wilson O'Hilco Society. And all kinds of things will be happening on that Saturday after Thanksgiving, November 25th. Uh, they're going to be having, of course, a Chinese auction. There's going to be a 50-50 raffle. Uh, they'll have the mistletoe market with all kinds of wonderful holiday goodies you that can buy.
4: Sounds really fun. Mistletoe Market.
0: That's right. You can fill the stocking right then. Ones stop shopping there at the mistletoe market, or you can also fill the tree underneath the tree. Uh, There you have a $500 cash giveaway. And then the big event that night will be the lighting of the Christmas trees in Pride Park. I forget how many are there, but it's well over 100, over 100 trees in Pride Park. So this event will start at about 3 o'clock on Saturday, November 25th. And will end with the tree lighting somewhere around 8 o'clock, I do believe. And the Mistletoe Market, we need to talk about that. That's from 3 to 8 as well. And they'll have things going on uh, all through the day. So, and all kinds of goodies here on the mistletoe market. Trying to look at the items that they have for sale. But it's all good and all to get you ready for Christmas.
4: It's very nice.
0: That's all on Saturday in Wellston from 3 to 8. Stop by. It's going to be lots of fun.
4: Definitely sounds like fun. And There'll be I,
0: Christmas caroling, there's gonna be, you know, the tree lighting, all kinds of activities. So Yeah. Uh, I didn't get know, to
4: go to it last year, but Jeremiah made a video about it and it looks yeah, like a really fun event.
0: It is. It's a fun event. It is. And uh that's all happening at in Wellston. And don't forget uh around Pride Park and all that all that good stuff all through Wellston. So enjoy. <clears throat> Well, here we go. This is a new Olympic game.
4: New Olympic game.
0: You haven't heard about it? I have not. It comes from Florida. (laughs) Well, actually, it's not the Olympics, but it is a game. It's a group of Floridians who plan to host a competition that is called the Antics of Florida Man.
4: The antics of Florida man.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you know it or not, but the news is full of guys that and the, the topic always in the news article says a Florida man, and right after that, it's usually not good.
4: I have heard it describes that. a
0: competition about the most insane athletic showdown on the face of the earth. Of course, it also pokes fun at Florida's reputation for producing strange news stories as they have throughout the year. Among the contests will be, um, uh, they'll have Evading Arrest Obstacle Course, <laughs> uh, co- Jumping Over Fences and Through the Yards <laughs> Race, <laughs> uh, Category 5, The Cash Grab, <laughs> and, of course, um, the self-explanatory beer belly wrestling. So uh, all of that and more is going to be happening in February. And it's a one-of-a-kind Floridian spectacle is what they're saying. And all of this came into being with because it seems like every day there is a news article about a Florida man who has done something. To give an example, just in the past few days. A Florida man was found stuck inside a porta potty with only his feet sticking out, screaming for help. And uh, they said that he had dropped a powdery substance down in there and went after it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words for that. That is uh, <laughs> something interesting. Okay. It is interesting. Or how about the Florida man who police ar- arrested for attacking a woman with a machete? Now, the man had nothing on but a cowboy hat. And according to the Miami-Dade Police Department, uh, Roberto Hercules, age 45, attacked the woman Uh, While she was riding on her bicycle, police said that as she was driving by, he asked her if she had a crack pipe. She said no, and he started chasing after her with a machete. Uh, By the way, he's charged with attempted murder, (laughs) (laughs) armed robbery, attempted armed robbery, aggravated battery, and assault with a weapon. And here's another one. This is my last one, I think. A Florida man (laughs) tried to score a ride to Hooters. He had this brilliant idea on how he could get to Hooters because he didn't have a car. He called 911 and told the police they needed a ride to Hooters because he needed to help his sick grandmother. So they picked him up. And when they took him there, they didn't know they were going to Hooters, but when they dropped him off at Hooters, there was no grandmother. They checked, and Grandma was not sick. And so he was arrested for misusing 911.
4: Those are some very interesting Florida crimes.
0: (laughs) That's just some things about the Florida man, okay? I think it's so Florida
4: cool. man, Florida man sure does strike a lot.
0: Right. So anyway, let's, we need to recap because we want to remind everybody else, everybody about uh, the big goodies going on tonight and Sunday, your Jackson middle school drama clubs, production of the stash The stash. in case you missed it, let me give you the plot. Are you ready? I'm ready. A, Barba-lathering shaving soap heir and clueless playboy millionaire Chester Montgomery wants nothing more than to invent a new and exciting shaving lather that would make his Aunt Matilda proud. So, but the brains behind the operation is actually his partner, Professor Price, who harbors some dark secrets. And unbeknownst to Chester, or Price's daughter Adele, The professor has been coerced into working on a top-secret mind-control formula by a crime boss and vote-rigging villain, Vera Vera Grimm. Fortunately, Adele discovers the superpowers of the mysterious mustache invented by Professor Price just in the nick of time. Assisted in all of this by a retired local superhero, the Eagle. Who can't find his pants, by the way. <laughs> and uh, thank goodness it's on radio, right? Very good. And armed with nothing more than his mighty mustache, Chester and Adele set out to free Professor Price and restore peace and prosperity to the city.
4: The stash.
0: The stash. We want to thank uh, Nolan Collins, also Carson Orton. Amber McCloy, who are here to talk about the stash. And, of course, the director, uh, Courtney McManus, and um, giving us some insight on the stash. So you can tune at uh, 7 o'clock tonight uh, on 96.7 to hear the stash. And they're also going to redo that again, uh, I think, 11 a.m. on Sunday. So how cool is that?
4: That's really cool. And you get two chances to check it out.
0: So. Yeah. And it's a really super production and you're gonna love it. Anything any other stories that you have hmm. from the long malign past of, of Dylan? Well,
4: so every day <laughs> I when I go to college, every Tuesday and Thursday, because I do like some online and some in person. Sure. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I always do some extra shoutcasting work for our media team up at Raya. Okay. And we have like this little like closet room. So this closet room was just filled with all kinds of tech, like tech that I have never seen. Okay. So like floppy disks. Discarded tech. Discarded tech.
0: Okay. And Outdated tech because be careful now you're. You're dating me. I remember floppy
4: disks. (laughs) So it was just filled with all kinds of stuff that we have better equipment now and don't really need anymore. So we tried to pack it all up and get it down to the tech department because they have to properly dispose of it. And uh, the entire esports team pitched in and we were all just loading this stuff up in the back of a truck. And to me, that's just it's a funny story because imagine you're a college student. And you see a bunch of people with Rio Grande eSports jerseys <laughs> in the back of a truck holding barrels like like buckets full of all this tech. And uh, when we got it there, we packed it down and got rid of it. And now that room is my shoutcasting okay. room. So I spend every Tuesday and Thursday there just doing broadcasts and play-by-play action and all that. But I just think that's a fun way that we ended up in that situation of how we got our room and the story behind it.
0: I know. Well, it, it could be worse. You could have been born early like I am, because I remember when I first started driving, the big thing for me to put in my car would be a eight track tape player. And as soon as I was able to get enough money to afford an eight track tape player, that technology became obsolete and they went to cassettes. however, I didn't have to buy a new unit. I could go out and buy a cassette adapter to plug into my 8-track tape player. But then came CDs, and I had to pull out the 8-track tape player with the cassette adapter and put in a new CD player. And as soon as I was able to afford the CD player, that became obsolete, and everything was digital.
4: You just had some bad time in there with buying t- stuff. So.
0: Bad timing. Bad timing. By that time, the dash in my car had like six or eight drilled s- holes for <laughs> screws and adapters and stuff. And uh, But anyway. And I do remember. Uh, I'm old enough to remember movies on discs. They were that big. And you could buy the movie player. It was like a record album and and watch a movie there. And as soon as I could afford to buy the – no, that's okay. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Well, that kind of
4: like – what you have done with DJing is very fascinating to me because when you did it, you were there for like a lot more longer of time. You did everything manually.
0: Everything was live. Yeah. I mean, there was very – when I started, and I don't think it was so much – the lack of technology I think was the lack of funds back then when you're starting up radio stations, but everything was live. I read commercials live. Uh, I played music on, it was either on 33 and a third LPs or 45s and uh, recorded commercials were on reel to reel tape and PSAs came in these huge 33 and a third discs that you had to put on the turntable and play. Um, but then technology has replaced all of that with everything's digital. You can do it by pushing a button. And so that's it.
4: That's true. But it's very cool. I I like thinking back to how you guys used to do broadcasts.
0: And just like all my broadcast career today, we're out of time (laughs) coming to an end. Um, But we do, Dylan and I do want to uh, take just a minute here to tell all of you a happy Thanksgiving and uh, take a little time tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day, uh, quietly sit around, look around and see how blessed you really are. So once again, happy Thanksgiving, Dylan.
4: Happy Thanksgiving, John.
0: All right. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And thank you for tuning in on Main Street TV. And
1: Jennifer will be back soon. All right. Thanks so much.